Hello everyone, this is Danielle from Making It Make Sense with my friends Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and of course yours truly, Danielle. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV. And listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you real soon. Hola, mi gente, as they say in Spanish. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense with Theo, Isaiah, and Vincent. Uh, and yours truly, Danielle. Today we're talking about the changing face of the world and more specifically the United States racially. Changing face of uh, the United States racially, racial identity, how we're becoming um a multiracial nation, how um, I was looking at a National Geographic article dated, uh, let's see, 2013, as, as, as recent as 2013, well, it's in, that's not recent, but <laughs> in, in which they talked about, you know, by the year 2050, the average American will appear multiracial. They won't necessarily be perceived to be one specific race, black, white, or Latinx, they'll be uh, multiracial. What do you guys think about it, Theo? Um, I agree. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and unfortunately, I, I, for this um, toxic waste pool of racism here in America, mm-hmm. that needs to happen for perspectives and yeah. for the spirit of racism to die. Fully die. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, our differences are what really makes us beautiful and unique and gives us a kind of self identity. But with everyone kind of being biracial, <laughs> a lot of shit. That's I mean, the biracial stuff might happen, but like hard, some of this other like racism stuff won't really be a thing, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I think that... everyone needs to be biracial. I think it's. um. Well, I think all the racist people's family need to be biracial. <laughs> so that they can get that shot to the system. That's how it works out. So they can get that shot to the system. And I also, it's not only just about the race. My understanding is that also, you know, language and ethnicity. Language, I don't know. I think that's also important uh, because, you know, some people are getting assaulted and bashed and oh, discriminated yeah, because mm-hmm. they speak a different language. And that was mm-hmm. absolutely, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. And it really doesn't get stopped there with the assault. Um, it, it's, it really started long ago. We all got mixed that we were kind of born into this notion of like race um, long mm-hmm. ago. And I know as a biracial person, my mom was Italian, my father, um, African-American. I spent a lot of my life trying to unravel myself from just a simple social construct known as race and gender. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you say that, like there's this amazing um, Harvard uh Professor Judith Butler, who says that, and it, this is not about race, but it's about gender, mm-hmm. that we perform gender. And when she said that, mm. we perform gender, it just just really resonated to me that gender and race are social constructs that we're all kind of born into. And we, mm-hmm. we would do ourselves a great service to unravel it. Not only are people getting bashed and beaten and, and having 
being deprived of certain inalienable rights, but there are people who have privilege just on the virtue of the race that they were born. They were born white and male in this country. They have a certain amount of privilege automatically afforded to them. And if you think that's a lie or a joke, talk to a person who's white and male and talk to a person who's black and male, female and male, female and black, and talk to them about being stopped by the police and their various experiences. You will see that they are vastly different. And so I- The only I thing is I also think, in, but, but in human nature, even in 2050 with everyone having a similar complexion, the human race and our civilization will just find another reason to segregate one another and how to be superior yeah to... but that's not a selling point to not do it not oh, yeah. to embrace the I mean, it's gonna happen. humanity that's, that's what we're, what's gonna happen, and so divert you know what i've learned is and and i want to hear what you have to say about this all isaiah uh, embracing your own diversity and embracing your own race and heritage and legacy is important but also understanding that we're part of the human race what mm-hmm. do you think isaiah unfortunately Um, yeah some people don't know how to honor other people's humanity I do think I I agree with the eradication of racism via creating a more ambiguous (laughs) um, looking person right or looking individuals rather Um, do I, I will say this though, I don't know that we're gonna see the full fruition of the eradication of racism in our lifetimes. That's just, I don't think so. I, I don't think that. That's my That's sad to say, but I don't think so. I, I hate, be, I, I don't like to, I, I, yeah. I think the trajectory we're gonna get there, do I think I'm going to see that while I'm alive? No, my kids or great grandkids might see that, but I don't think I'm going to. I could be being a bit a bit jaded about that, but we'll we'll see. Um, personally, you know, and I agree with the, with what you were saying, Danielle, about you know um, that it's it's all it's all a construct. I mean, that's the other thing we have to kind of. I think we all have to kind of call a spade a spade in that sense, anyway, right? So. Everything that we see here, <laughs> that we live in, that we operate in, the systems that we operate mm-hmm. in, that were created mm-hmm. for us, it's all constructed. So that's, we, we have to just, that's, that's just is what it is. That's just, a, it's a fact. Um, and some of it has, has been used against us. Not even, maybe not even some of it. Let me, most of, right? So mm-hmm. I'd say about 90% of those constructs are used as tools of oppression, um, specifically your race and your ethnicity and the color of your skin. Um, I think, so for me being, now I'm, I'm in an interracial marriage and, um, and so now my husband and I have talked about this, like, you know, personally, we, we, want, we want a child of color because if uh, we were both able to actually procreate, <laughs> that would be, that would, that's how it would kind of happen anyway, right? Um, but, so that'll contribute to, you know, the kind of that ambiguity. But I think that for us, I, the most, I've gotten some kind of some comments from people about our marriage or about our relationship before we even married. And I'm going <laughs> to throw something in. It was not usually from people that are my spouse's color 
or race. Yeah. Um, it was actually, so a lot of the time, it was from, from black people. my own people. Exactly. That makes sense because black folks right. are oftentimes very traumatized by the issue of race. And Absolutely. So yep. And they are very yeah. much enmeshed in the notion right. of race. And this is what I'm talking about. We're all born into this sort of net of known as race and right. uh, socioeconomics and gender. But right. I, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier about you might not, that might not be a reality for you in your lifetime. Right. And honestly, I don't want it to be a reality for my, me in my lifetime as far as the bigger picture goes. Mm -hmm. That's not my end game. My end, end game is it being a reality for me in my own personal life. Right. Like I have been so empowered by the notion of unraveling from the construct of race and what the demands are for me as a black queer woman of color. Mm -hmm. um, and what, what the demands are and the expectations are and the limits are and defying them and saying, no, you kiss my ass. I don't have to be bothered with that. I'm also coming to this, this understanding as far as capitalism goes to, mm -hmm. but that may be way more radical than anybody could imagine. I think we would do ourselves, a, I know that we do ourselves a great service if we're just able to envision our own existence outside of race, outside of gender. I mean, that just was freeing to me. And so mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that the, the sort of the, the, the goal changes. Not I have something to say. Sure, go ahead. You know, looking at that article and talking about this, that, you know, in, in the year 20, what, 2050, they said, mm -hmm. most people are going to be biracial. That, for, for someone who's a little darker melanated, I find that a bit, um, uh, isn't that a little prejudice? <laughs> like, what about those darker melanated people? Are we trying to are we trying to say that the only way for those people and people that look like me to be acceptable is, is to be lighter or to be mixed? No, that's no, it's a thing it's, overall with like the different the expressions of people right. and they're the like but everything just like how everyone mm -hmm. having kids and so on and future generations and the more interracial couples that continue to happen, people love who they want to love. It just is going to naturally the shift of the overall mm -hmm. complexion of civilization is going to shift to a more, you know, like tanner complexion. So there's obviously that's not going to happen. They're saying like statistically. Yeah. They're just oh, well. saying given given the trends statistically, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, because I hope that. So you maybe know. in two hundred years, maybe. But but even if you even if you look at this this circle right here. Right. I mean, Isaiah is engaged in interracial marriage. Uh, Vincent and I are products of uh, multiracial uh, relations. And, and so that, that proves true. That statistically proves true, even in this group of this cadre of folks we're talking folks to. Here. And you know what I think? And I think that people are always just limited visually about when they think about diversity. They, mm -hmm. they, uh, mm -hmm. What I when I think about diversity, I also think, you know, visually, but also think of people who speak multiple languages, mm -hmm. people who come from multiple cultures, people who are, you know, trained and educated in a variety of degrees and professions. And, uh, you know, and especially when it comes to language, being someone that's, you know, multilingual, I speak more than one language, mm -hmm. and I've always been surrounded by individuals that speak more than one language. And sometimes, I've experienced people discriminating against me because I'm darker melanated and because I'm speaking a language that isn't quote unquote acceptable. Hmm. So I, 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 I would hope that, you know, we will also evolve, not just looking, you know, more 
integrate a more biracial, but also evolve in learning more than more, more than one language. So what they're saying is it's actually multiracial, not biracial. So multiracial. biracial, uh, yeah. So, but but I want to say you bring a wonderful perspective to this conversation, PL, because you have a more worldly view. For those mm-hmm. of us who were born in the United States and and mm-hmm. um and were sort of educated in the United States um, educational system. Uh, we are quite familiar with America's tawdry, horrid uh, mm-hmm. um, history of, of race, right? And so that's why it's so important. That's why the, the conversation for this particular article is centralized, not around nationalism and, and multinationalism with regards to being able to speak many different tongues, yeah. but around the conversation of race in this country. I mean, race in this country, well, and I love it. It's, what it's saying is race in this country is a, cha- is a train that if you stand in its way, you're going to get bull- you're going to get ran over because it's going to happen. In a, in a country who began, which began with slavery and enslaving and the horrible insidious things done to black folks mm-hmm. in this country, and even, not just slavery, because people say, well, slavery was so long ago, but they don't even mm-hmm. account for Jim Crow. They don't account for Jim and Jane Crow. They don't account for segregation and police brutality and the school to prison pipeline that are very real things. And yeah. so and there are people I love the fact that, that you come yeah. to that conversation with that, Theo. What did you, I'm sorry. I oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut into you. Then. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I, one of the things that I, I, it came to my mind too is we have to remember in America, so I, I'm just gonna, I'm, I identify as black, both of my parents are black, but the thing is, how do you, y'all think I have this semi-palm color complexion and, and it's not because it continued to be a line of people that were, like my parents are both um, about two or three complexions darker than me. Um, about, I, I'd say so. Like, Theo, they're like, like you're this, about the same complexion. Uh-uh, no one's by complexion. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> my father, my father, my father. <laughs> no one's my specific complexion. But, um, so, but what I, what I mean to say with that is, and my grandmother and I used to have this conversation because my grandmother is, was, or rest her soul, love you, grandma. But like her, she was like two shades lighter than me. She was Vincent's complexion. God damn. Right. So the okay. Point, okay. So the <laughs> I mean, so the point. Right. So I, we're a mixed bag here. So the point I mean, what I the point I'm making with that is that because the 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 beginning of this country of this nation is littered to what Danielle was saying with a lot of. And I hate to, I, I hate even saying the word, but there's a lot of rape and and taking advantage and and things. Oh God, that. don't feel any kind of way. That's the, right. Those, but I those just, are the facts. Right. I just I just hate that word, but like it's just it's a fact, right? But like that's the thing is, I always you look at the mirror and you're like, okay, I wonder, well, where did this complexion come from? We well, know someone from in one your, of my, probably from one of my white was raped. Period. Right. Yeah. So I mean to, and I think. For me, I take that into account just in the way that I like think about myself and my complexion. It's not just like, oh, cute, caramel, but it's it's like, oh shit, like something really fucked up happened in my family line 
somewhere. Or maybe back. you have a relative that you're unaware of. Okay, but like I love I'm just saying it's possible. In America, there's a possibility that one of his ancestors right. were forced to do something with a colonizer that they it, did not want to. Exactly. Absolutely. That's, that's more that's more than likely. More than like they this ain't yeah. no Sally Hemming romanticizing oh, right. Jefferson. Right. <laughs> it, it's more like it's more likely that someone in my lineage, you know, something like that happened to them, you know, which is terrible. But um, I say that to say that I think, in a sense, the way that I think that the the way we kind of show up as as black people in that sense is kind of like like that projection for 2050. To me, I feel like there are doses of that that are already here from I'm 35 from you know 35 year plus years ago and exhibit so, a Danielle ex- and Vincent right and so you know what I'm saying like somewhere along the line that already happened I think the fear now I want to jump into that really quick the fear of some uh paper colored or palm colored people <laughs> in this nation um is is that exactly is that people are going to look a lot more like the four of us and a lot less like them. Um, that's a fear. And that's why we have um, this kind of, this idea here. And I'm sure in different pockets outside of the U.S. I, I, this is not obviously the only place. I mean, hello, like, you know, if we talk about where colonizing began, where do we think that began? Somewhere over there across the seas. You know what I'm saying? So like... <laughs> I think that um, that's a, that's a that's an actual fear, and I think that study. And I remember that I actually remember that article from 2013. I remember that coming out. I remember it too. Right, and I it was a big that, deal. It was a big deal, but it also prompted a lot of oh my god, no, we have to have more white people. <laughs> oh you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's a fear. That's like, a, oh no, why? why do but you don't think- you think mm-hmm. also that will create a lot of confusion? Like yeah, someone yeah. who is mixed, like say with black and Filipino or black mm-hmm. and Asian, mm-hmm. would uh, these categories and these boxes still exist though when it comes to the census? Because if my name, if I was black and they say Asian and my last name was, I think Wong is a very Asian name. And my father is Asian and my mother is white. Where, what box do I check? So I that's that the, 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 but think about it. The erratic sorry. The eradication of those boxes eventually. Why do we need to check a here's the other thing I want to add too is do you notice that you're and I mean maybe this is not true for all of you guys. I mean, especially because like like but you can, you know, from whatever your experience is with this, but like I can only trace my lineage back so, but so far, okay? Like, I can't go all the way back to, like, like even when I did my 23andMe, it, it, it says- It was limited. It says broadly Nigerian, okay? Like, that's one of the, the categories. Because you're African-American. Right. Your family's American, American here in America. Right, but I cannot- break each of those out into tribes and factions and if there's Native American in there. Do you understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we Can you do that, Vincent? We, oh, go ahead. Again. Can you go a little more? Can you go further? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I know. Well, yeah, because uh, your father. Right. And your mother. I can so. as well. Can you, Danielle? Uh, yeah, 
I can go further than my father and mother. Yeah. Um, grand- grandparents, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's a, the, the issue that you have, Isaiah, is very common amongst African-Americans. Yeah, right. it is. It and is. What, what the reason I bring that up is because we were stripped of that. Yeah, right? absolutely. Specifically. So what I, what I say when I say eventually you're going to be like, which box do I check? To me, I'm kind of like, okay, maybe that's good that you don't need to check any boxes anymore at some point. Yeah, because we should have never had to check boxes to begin with. To begin <laughs> with. Because the creation of that Preach. is what oppressed us. So mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't be checking boxes if yeah. at some point. Because the first boxes that were checked were how many slaves do you own? Big, period. Yeah. But you guys have to remember that it's not always... So sometimes things come out to, because of a certain problem. That, and mm-hmm. I, correct me if I'm wrong, really came out of the issue of people discriminating, discriminating against black and white people and people of color of other ethnicities because jobs weren't now they have to like have those numbers of we have and some of them are skewed but now according close statistics the affirmative action mm-hmm. that of a certain amount of people of different ethnicities are being included because it was such a huge problem that they weren't hiring anywhere so that's like it, it sucks because that's something that initially started off to be a amazing. positive thing that turned into yeah, a negative thing now i think it's amazing that um, you talk about these things in past tense because in the, interest, <laughs> well, in, the interest, in the interest of full transparency, I think a lot of us do that. But in the interest of full transparency, we just finished talking about our previous episode was about um, mass shootings and gun control. And uh, to, to highlight this point, to connect the point, we need to only look at the Buffalo shooting where the guy referenced reparations, right? So these conversations are still very much a thing. Mm-hmm. The fact that people... Um, perceive black folks to be less than, perceive black folks to, to not have certain inalienable rights, mm-hmm. is still very much a thing in our present Absolutely. day. And so, and so as Isaiah and all of you have so astutely put it, it's a good damn thing that this is happening. It's a good, because race has been our fucking problem. It's been the, what are biracial people being looked at? How are they being looked at? Well, first, let's, let's get this straight. In this country, very few people are single, single racial. Very few, right? Mm-hmm. In this country, and, and actually, I would venture to say the whole human race. But so when we say biracial, those are just two races that we're we're comfortable with ascertaining. Or they like are settling, predominantly. Settling on. But most people are multiracial. We know that because the, the slave master went into the slave quarters and did his dirty business, you know? He right. raped the, the black women. And that's... So what, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, and, to, and exactly to that point... That's why to me, yes, I'm going to, I, since I, you know, from birth, check the box, black, African-American. But is that my, does that contain the entire contents of all of my DNA and all of its various origins? No, not exactly. And I, some of that, again, there's a limit to how far I can even go back to trace that. I can go back pretty far considering, but, and that's with the help of, of extended relatives and things like that. But at some point it stops because completely. we're African-Americans. So that's why to me, I, maybe I have, I just don't have the same sensitivity to people kind of going, like, I hate to say, but I have the same sensitivity to people going like, oh, well, how am I going to identify myself at some point? Uh, what do you, okay. <laughs> what do you, okay. I've been identifying as one race for 35 years and I don't even know 
that that's totally true. And I can say the same thing of my mother and my father and my grandmother and my, you know what I'm saying? Like I, it's, that's why to me, like I don't have the same sensitivity to it. I know people, and on the flip side of that, I can say, you know, I'm proud of my culture. I'm pr proud of, of my blackness. I'm proud of my black culture. That's what I predominantly identify as. That's what I have my entire life. But at the same time, it's like, you know, do I, do I want that for the next several generations of people that are going to come after me? I, I don't know, because sometimes it hasn't been as much as I love my blackness. I wrote this on my Twitter the other it day. It hasn't been easy. Exasperate. What's that, Vincent? So that it hasn't been easy. It's, it's right. As much as I love my blackness, it's not easy to show up in your blackness every single day because it's it's sometimes uncomfortable it's enraging you hear or see something and you just it's 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 not always fun it's not always fun you know and i know that's not always the i feel like sometimes that's not always the thing to say you know but hey i can still lay my head on my pillow at night and go i love yeah. black but it's, that's yeah. why this article it's a good article but it also Again, it's, t it's talking about a future that that fr from right now, from where mm -hmm. we're seeing it, from this perspective, from this viewpoint, mm -hmm. seems very ethereal and unreachable. Mm -hmm. Because so right now, being well, not really black, think about the country itself. No, no. Let me let me say this. Yeah. It's because right now it seems that you know we're we're in a space where black is still so undesirable. We're still in a play in a space where black is still being prosecuted and is still being demeaned and seen as less than. So you know, to be thinking about a society or a world, uh, or a generation of folks coming up that's going that everyone's going to, you know, have some black or possibly identify as black, seems very you know ethereal from right from this point of view. Would you expand upon your use of ethereal, please? Ethereal, like, like it seems very like Peter Pan and fairies. Mm. It seems very unrealistic. Mm. Otherworldly, well, you otherworldly, know, yeah. You know, you know, some of that saddens me because I can't tell you, and I'm not, I'm not blowing, blowing smoke up anybody's skirt here. But some of that, <laughs> what you just said, saddens me because I am privileged to sit on a weekly basis with three very handsome black men, right? And so, oh, um, and, and I also, and I also have a. Uh, HBCU education. So I come mm -hmm. from a land where everybody's a doctor in black, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I, I am looking forward to that changing. And I see where in my own personal life, it has changed. You know, the reality is we are born into these containers and you bet you can't change it. You know, you can Michael Jackson all you want, honey, <laughs> but you ain't changing it. You, can, you were born black, you can die black, honey. And so you, you better find some pride and you better be able to contextualize your heritage, your lineage, and the amount of pigmentation, and that's what it all boils down to—the amount of pigmentation you have in your skin. Right. Yeah, but but that's what but that's what I'm saying. You know, thank God I was raised um, with some good ethics and morals and values, thanks to my parents, and I and I love my blackness. I I, I don't want to be in any other skin. Mm -hmm. I love who I am, who I see in the in the mirror. But I got to that place through walking through a lot of broken glass. Mm. Mm -hmm. No, and I agree with you. There does seem to be this very much struggle with, particularly with the younger generations. I'm Generation X, yeah. who are who are coming behind us, who who don't give a sh two rats asses about race at all. They'll tell you who gives a shit. And if you talk about mm -hmm. the, the the racial oppression in this country, they'll say, "Why do you always got to talk about slavery?" They don't know. Mm -hmm. but I think that has to do with. <laughs> 
a class thing. It has to do with an education thing. It has to do with a legacy thing, a family, familial legacy thing. If there are many variables to that, but um, I think there's a I lot think of that's, that's going to change. I hope. I think it's well, a anytime you, any, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Isaiah. Look, anytime you have King K, Kim K, you know, obsessing <laughs> over black flesh like Kanye West. Anytime you have, you know, I'm sorry, as soon as a man can throw, a black man can throw a ball in a hoop and make millions of dollars and you go get him a white white woman. You, it's changing. You better believe that shit's changing. It's being fetishized, absolutely. Yeah, I was about to changing. say that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want a world where a bunch of fetishized children are being um, um, <laughs> being a part of the well, collective because it becomes say, something else. All, it all comes out in the wash. I mean, I, I, that may be the way it's going, but it's by the first, by the second generation, a multi, you know, of multi generational children, multiracial children, they're all going to have pride in who they are. I mean, I so. hope so, and what, and I hope that. Well, I don't know, I, I, because you know, I hear you, I, I hear you, I hear you though. I yeah, because I, you know, I don't want blackness to stop existing. Mm. I think if anything, it would. It, I, that's what I meant to speak to earlier, also Theo, that that you brought that up because that was a good point. So I received it a different way. I received it in the sense of we're going to perpetuate more blackness, I hope not so. diminish. And the reason for it that I say that is because why do you think there are certain palm colored people out here that are real scared and doing real crazy things? Yeah. There, there's a reason for That's that. People don't start freaking out and panicking about certain things unless they see a shift or a change. Mm -hmm. We are representing ourselves the way that we are stepping out, the way that we are showing up. I don't I think if anything, it's going to continue to perpetuate. We're going to continue perpetuating and growing a community of people that look like us. I don't think it's going to be, um, I don't think it's, it's, it's going to be the situation where it's an eradication of, of skin tones and of darker skin tones and of darker melanin and more melanin. I think it's going to be a celebration and extension of and growth of, of that. I don't think it's going to be pure ambigu ambiguity. I don't. Okay. Well, this month, this, I mean, one monkey don't stop the show. And this train is going to keep on rolling. You can get in front of it if you want to. True, true. But you're just going to get ran the fuck over. And, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and really soliciting your closing remarks, I will say this before I, I ask you what you guys think. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we've already reached a point where Black folks' um, uh, music is appropriated all across the world, Not, mm -hmm. and Black Americans, I'm going to say Black Americans, the music, you can go over to Kuwait and you can hear some young Kuwaiti young man rapping in the streets. And that is, that is uh, uh, quintessentially a, a Black male Americans genre of, of uh, expressing himself. And so uh, this train is going to keep on rolling and until 2050, when the world has become more multiracial uh, in every aspect. And so you either get on board or you get ran the fuck over. What do you, what say you, Isaiah? <laughs> um, where to train at? Um, so, okay. um, honestly, I really just, I am going to look into the future with wide eyes and anticipation. I'm just going to do that because, um, I don't know. I, I, I think I think it's it's a good thing, but also I have to see what you. I, it's kind of like you just got to see what happens, just because 
I think that right now there's a lot of, we're, we're in a really, for lack of better words, we're in a interesting and precarious time, I think. And uh, I just, I can only hope that it just continues to, that we just continue to flourish and to expand. Theo? Um, I want to say black power. <laughs> right, amen. <laughs> I say. Uh, and um, black power. I think we got to remember it, it's really easy to get into putting a date or a timeline turns into one of those things where it's like oh once I get that new job things are going to get better once I make more money things are going to get better so it, it's a, like a good thought to think of the future and like hope for just a better future but at the same time like kind of got to be careful thinking in the future and just like oh it's going to be better one day and it's not to forget today is that day we just got to keep on doing better as a as a people Amen. Awesome. so positive <laughs> well that's what we have to say on making it make sense until next time beautiful people until, until next, next time everybody I'll catch you Thanks, later guys. Um, that was cute that was cute <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. That was cute. That was cute. You want?